We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Spurs Up Show, the best Gamecocks podcast on the internet. Today is Friday, November the 20th, 2020. On today's show, I lock in my prediction. Can the Gamecocks snap their ugly three-game losing streak as South Carolina officially begins the post-Will Muschamp era at Williams-Brice Stadium hosting the Missouri Tigers. South Carolina, Mizzou, I give my prediction. Full thoughts on the game. Can South Carolina get back on track and make something of the rest of the 2020 football season. Lots to discuss here on a Friday. Before we get everything, this is a podcast into you by our friends over at Upstate Movers Group. Guys, Upstate Movers Group, superior moving service. They bring care and attention other companies can't offer because they're just too busy maintaining trucks and profiting off of them instead of focusing on service. Guys, service is what separates Upstate Movers Group from the competition. They're not a trucking company. They are a moving services company, and they're also employee-owned co-op. Their movies are paid twice the industry average. Average, and everyone on the crew is just as invested in the success of the project as you are. They have dedicated professional crew members and they offer black glove service. They offer end-to-end packing services, custom crating and packaging for special items, and cleaning services as well. They are founded by Greenville Natives and University of South Carolina alumni guys, a Gamecock-owned small business. They offer 20 years of project management and moving experience, and they can offer logistics and solutions that traditional moving companies guys simply do not have the skills for. Guys, if you're in the state of South Carolina or definitely in the upstate and you have any moving needs, check out my friends over at Upstate Movers Group. You can find them on social media at Upstate Movers Group and of course their website, upstatemoversgroup.com. That is upstatemoversgroup.com. Guys, again, whether you're in the state of South Carolina or you're in the upstate, if you've got moving needs, if you're moving, guys, we all know moving can be a pain in the ass. You got to move your stuff, you lose things, you break things, and it's just a pain. And you've already got so much to worry about. Let the guys over at Upstate Movers Group take care of you. Again, you can find them on social media at Upstate Movers Group. And of course, go to their website, upstatemoversgroup.com. That's upstatemoversgroup.com. Guys, like I said, a Gamecock-owned small business as well. So if you needed another kicker, there's one for you right there. Like I said, founded by University of South Carolina alumni. Check them out, upstatemoversgroup.com. That is upstatemoversgroup.com. The show is also brought to you by our friends over at Southern Oaks Remodeling. Guys, Southern Oaks Remodeling, locally and family-owned, over 15 years of experience. They specialize in roofing, windows, doors, siding, and additions, and they're serving the greater Columbia area. Guys, for whatever remodeling things you need, whatever project you got going on right now, we're right in the middle of the holiday season, obviously, guys. Now is the perfect time to take care of that. Also, 
They are a Gamecock on a small business as well, guys. Gamecocks helping Gamecocks here on the Spurs Up show. You can check them out on social media. They're on Facebook, Instagram, really every social media platform. Of course, their website as well. Or you can give them a call. That's 803-899-0284. Again, 803-899-0284. Guys, the people make the difference. I talked about it before. I'll say it again. The people make the difference. And with Southern Oaks Remodeling, there's no exception there as well. Again, you know you're getting the best work possible over 15 years of experience. And when you're getting a project done, you know, it's a very personal experience, right? You're spending a lot of time with these people. There's a lot of communication. They're coming in your home. You want to make sure you hire the best possible people. Southern Oaks Remodeling is that company you want to go with. Again, they're on social media. Check out their website. And of course, give them a call, 803-899-0284. The show is also brought to you by our friends over at Yardware. Guys, Yardware is a veteran-owned and operating company licensed by the University of South Carolina selling must-have Carolina yard and wall signs. Guys, these signs are made of 12-gauge laser-cut steel, and they come in both garnet and black. Full football season's in full swing. Christmas is right around the corner, guys. I have mine in my studio. The quality and the detail with these things, that's what's going to stand out to you. The quality and the detail is insane. You can order yours today at YardwareSigns.com. They're also on social media as well, at YardwareSigns, but order yours today, YardwareSigns.com. That is YardwareSigns.com. Guys, again, of course, Christmas is coming up. Every Gamecock fan, I'm convinced, needs one of these signs. Whether you want to put it in your studio, your office, your man cave, garage, living room, dining room, your yard, this thing can go anywhere, and it's going to be the perfect gift for any Gamecock fan, guys. And maybe best of part, it's not going to break the bank. Maybe the best part of all, not going to break the bank. It's only $34.95. Great stocking stuffer. Great if you're going to a Christmas party or something and you get scrambling last minute, you need to get a gift. This is the perfect gift for any South Carolina fan and a must-have for any Gamecock fan. So, again, you can find them on social media at Yardware Signs. That's at Yardware Signs. And order yours today at YardwareSigns.com. That is YardwareSigns.com. Guys, finally, the show is presented to you by our friends over at My Bookie. Guys, between the NFL, college football, all the major sports, there's no shortage of games to watch. And with thousands of lines available on all your favorite sports and events, you can turn your game day into payday with My Bookie. Now, if you're the person that likes to back the big favorites, consider putting a couple on a parlay for a much bigger payout. Not only do parlays make meaningless games exciting, but more importantly, they give you a chance to turn ordinary bets into a real moneymaker. And guys, of course, don't forget the underdogs. They have a ton of value. The thing about college football, NFL, sports in general, really, the dogs really never are dogs, right? Every team truly has a chance to win, and you do as well. Game spreads, championship futures, and player prop bets. It's never too late to get on the action and start turning your sports knowledge into actual cash in your wallet. Guys, you can sign up today at mybookie.ag. That's mybookie.ag. And when you do, use the promo code GAMECOCKS to claim a deposit match dollar for dollar all the way up to 1000 bucks. So, guys, if you go to mybookie.ag, use promo code GAMECOCKS. You put in a thousand bucks, they are going to match that deposit, give you a thousand dollars in free play. Guys, it's a win win scenario. It's a bonus designed to give you a little help and a head start on your winning season. Again, that's promo code Gamecocks, promo code Gamecocks for you to claim your bonus when you make your deposit. Stat UFC cards, college football, NFL, all the major sports guys, sign up today to begin your winning season exclusively at my bookie. Let's get it.
up, guys? Happy Friday. I'm Chris Bill Pierce, the Spurs Up show. As always, guys, appreciate you tuning in. Got a packed show, obviously. I'm locking in my prediction. South Carolina, Missouri, the beginning of the post-must-champ era. Can South Carolina find a way to get it done at home, at night, somehow, some way, guys? The Gamecocks have yet another night game. I don't know, what is it, like five in a row now they have? It's crazy, all the night games in a row. But South Carolina at home against the Tigers in a really competitive series, back and forth, three-game losing streak, back against the walls, interim head coach. Can South Carolina find a way to get the job done? Guys, truly appreciate you all tuning in. Got a packed show again once again. Hope you've all had a fantastic week. We made it to the end of the week. We're here. We're Friday. TJIF, guys, got some really exciting news as well. Your boy is going to be in the stadium tomorrow night. My first game of the season where I'm actually going to be going in the stadium. Obviously, we're still going to be having the watch party at Overtime Bar and Grill. So if you don't have tickets, I want to make that clear, that's still going on. So if you don't have tickets, get out to Overtime Bar and Grill. Doors open at 11. You can go there all day long and watch football. Uh, But obviously, kickoff at 7.30. I'm kind of still going back and forth whether I'm going to do a pregame show from my home studio because obviously I live walking distance to the stadium. So I might still end up doing a pregame show, guys. So you guys hold tight in regards to that. And if I do, of course, it's going to be on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, all that good stuff. But I will be in the stadium, and I'm very, very excited. Going to get the camera out there, do some documenting in regards to what a South Carolina football game is like during COVID, something I've been wanting to do all season. I was just kind of waiting and trying to pick a good spot to do it. And I guess what better place to start than – you know, the beginning of the of a new era for Gamecock football. So, anyways, let's dive into it. South Carolina taking on Mizzou, guys. Again, thank you so much for the love and support this week. It's been a crazy, crazy week on social media. This has probably been one of, if not the busiest weeks ever in the history of the business, which is obviously a positive. I mean, social media has been blowing up. The content's all been blowing up. We've had some great interviews. We've had some great content. I've done a bunch of radio spots. And really, again, it's a testament to the support that you guys show. So, again, thank you so much for the daily love and support. The Daily Crow has been lit this week as well. I mean, it's just been a true blast. And I guess, you know, hey, this is my first coaching search with the Spurs Up show. So, I mean, hey, I'm kind of learning on the fly, as I'm sure you guys are as well. So, anyways, let's dive in this game. Again, like I said, South Carolina, welcome to the Missouri Tigers. Obviously, we broke down Mizzou on the show yesterday. And this series has been really, really interesting. Tied at five apiece, 10 games, series record at five and five. But the Gamecocks coming in, Reeling as as any team could. Three straight losses, 159 points surrendered, and you've played bad enough to get a head coach fired. I mean, if you really want to testament how bad South Carolina's played, they don't have their head coach anymore. Mike Bobo, his first game as interim head coach. South Carolina with their first game with a different head coach than Will Muschamp since 2015. I mean, it's been a long time since Will Muschamp has not been roaming the sidelines for South Carolina. You know... When I look at this game, and again, let's all say a prayer real quick, fingers crossed that it does happen because I know there's been some COVID issues and and scholarship limit issues and stuff like that, but I think it's going to happen. Speaking to existence, we are going to play tomorrow night. But when I look at this game, and I talked yesterday about the key matchups and keys to the game and all that good stuff, and you guys probably noticed, and especially top storylines, you guys probably noticed a trend. The thing that I'm most intrigued to see And I think what's going to determine this game honestly does not have anything to do with X's and O's. It doesn't have anything to do with necessarily scheme or on-field talent. The question I just keep going back to in this football game is what type of energy, 
what type of intensity, what type of attitude does South Carolina come out with? Because again, you take a look at the South Carolina side of things. I mean, you couldn't be, because I know it's, it's, I think it's different right now between the team morale and the fan morale. I think the fan morale sky high. From all the fans I've talked to, it feels like a weight has been lifted. Everybody's excited. Everybody's fired up. I mean, heck, this is, I'm looking forward to tomorrow's game as much as any game I have in, in recent memory because it truly does feel like it's the start of something new. I know you still have the whole entire same staff, and everything, but you get to come into a game with that weight sort of lifted off your shoulders. And again, everybody else I've talked to, every fan, everybody else has echoed those sentiments. But I think on the team side of things, and, you know, the thing that I, I think back on this season, I think about the preseason, you know, we spent all this time breaking down the season and breaking down the team and, and, and the, the prospects of the season, the players individually. I'm like, man, I'm kind of knocking myself for this, for not looking at this in the preseason. Because it's important. It's very important. And the thing I did not talk about enough in the preseason or really throughout the season is all is leadership. What type of leadership is on this Gamecocks football team? Because I think the team morale right now is probably pretty low. If I had to guess, I think it's probably pretty low. You know, we've seen things unravel earlier in the week on social media. We've seen guys opt out in J.C. Horn, Israel McQuamu, R.J. Roderick, Makia Scott. There might be more. You know, we've heard the moans and groans, the grumblings. We've seen it. So I just wonder behind closed doors, what is the attitude of this South Carolina football team. Listen, I, I don't think, because you'd think in a game like this, where your head coach has been fired, you know, at this point, you really are, you're not playing for anything this season. It, it is, and I hate to call it that way, but it can be a positive too. You have nothing to lose, right? You can roll the dice. You can go all out. Balls to the wall, like I talked about yesterday. You, you can really just let it all hang, you know what I mean? You got nothing to lose in this football game. I think that can certainly be a positive. But when you, if you want to talk schematics and on the field, I think you know what South Gun is going to try to do. And it's like I said, going into the game last week, and I think even going into Texas A&M, I mean, this team is who it is at this point. We know what it's going to try to do. We know what it's not good at, what it is good at. It's going to feed the football to Kevin Harris, which is a plus. He's going to run wild. I think maybe the most intriguing thing tomorrow night to watch on the field is just to see can Kevin Harris get to 1,000 rushing yards in this game. He only needs 187 yards, which, I mean, Hell, he had 250 last week. So I, I think it's very possible. So you're going to feed Kevin Harris. It looks like Colin Hill is going to be your starting quarterback yet again. I don't expect him to do anything crazy. Unfortunately, you know, as much as we'd all love to see Ryan Holinsky and Luke Doty and, like I said, pull out all the stops and empty the playbook, you know, Mike Bobo's the one pulling the strings, okay? Mike Bobo's pulling the strings. So what really is going to be different, especially offensively, than what you've seen over the course of the season, really. I don't think much. And then you take a look at defensively. I mean, again, you're talking about a defensive unit, 159 points the last three games. And you just lost your two best defensive backs. From a defensive backfield that was giving up 288 yards a game through the air. Missouri, on the other hand, has passed for over 200 yards every single game this season. So I think Gamecock fans, I think we all understand the challenge at hand in regards to just the matchup on the field, okay? 
And I think that reflects in the spread. You know, Mizzou basically being a touchdown favorite in your building, which I, I would have thought was insane if you'd have told me that in the preseason. But here we are. But again, I could sit here and talk to you guys all show about the matchups. And, and, and again, we, we broke that down yesterday, but I, I could go even deeper into it and, you know, talk about that and the X's and O's and all that. But again, guys, I, I just think this game really comes down to the leadership and the mentality of, of South Carolina. Because again, I talked about it in the best bet and I've talked all week. You know, a lot of times when a team fires its head coach, the team that has fired the coach is normally a great team to bet on because they're, they're normally going to be an underdog. But that's a great time to jump on a team because at that point, you see a lot of teams rally together and, and, and really latch on to one another and play for each other and play for their university or play for their, their interim head coach and, and play for the name on the front of the jersey and out on the back and, and be resilient and tough and find a way to get it done and, and leave it all on the field, truly. I think you saw the 2015 Gamecocks do that to an extent. It wasn't pretty, but that team fought. You can't say that team didn't fight. Lost by five to Clemson, who was the number one team in the country. They fought with, with a walk-on quarterback in Perry Orr. Shout out to Perry. Love the guy. But, you know, yeah, they fought. But does this team have that type of resolve? Does this team have that type of resiliency? Does this team have that leadership? Who are the leaders on this football team? That is my question. Who are the leaders on this team? Because, again, I'm kicking myself for not asking that question in the preseason. I'm kicking myself for not addressing that throughout the season. Because I think if we would have stopped and we would have looked and really thought about it, I mean, I think there's some guys on this team that are leaders. I think of a guy like Ernest Jones. I think he's probably a leader. Guy plays the game the right way, flying around every single play, plays every play like it's his last. Maybe a guy like Sedarius Hutcherson, maybe. But, I mean, there's just not enough of those guys, whether they're too young to do it or they're not built that way or they're not vocal. They're not ready or they don't care. But we don't have enough of those guys. But in a game like this, for if South Carolina is going to come out, and I hate to say pull the upset yet again, but damn, you're, you're a touchdown dog at home. It'd be an upset. I mean, it's crazy. It's crazy to say. But if South Carolina is going to come out and pull the upset, it's going to have to be from a group of, from a group of guys who have, who have come together for the greater good and, and are putting team above themselves. And I think you heard Mike Bobo talk about that earlier in the week. Because there's one of two directions this thing can go. And listen, the coaching changes have made. South Carolina fans want to see their team win. And bottom line, for sure, I'm not saying that it doesn't matter. I'm not saying it doesn't matter what happens, right? We all want to see South Carolina win, especially now that Muschamp is already gone. Let's go try to win some football games. But at the end of the day, it don't really matter. It don't matter if Carolina goes 3-0 and or 0-3. They're they got a new coach incoming. doesn't really matter. But again, this team can go one or two ways. One of two ways. And it's going to start behind closed doors in that locker room amongst those players. This team can either come together 
and fight and scratch and claw and, and play for one another. Find a why. You know, everybody has a different why in sport, in business, in life. Everybody has a why. Why you even wake up in the morning and do what you do? Why do you go to work? Why do you work hard to put food on the table? Why do you, you know, why, why do you work out so hard? Anything in life, there's a why. Why, am, why are you doing it? There's, a, there's an internal motivation that you have to have. So each individual guy in that locker room has got to find a why. Okay? Find a reason to come together and fight and scratch and claw and play hard. So you're either going to see a team that does that, that is resilient, that shows resolve, and that leaves it all in the field for the University of South Carolina, or or you're going to see a team quit. You're going to see a team, woe is me. You're going to see a team that's pointing the finger. You're going to see a team that's mentally soft and mentally fragile. You're going to see a team that is blaming the world for its problems instead of looking itself in the mirror and taking responsibility. And again, you're going to just see a team that flat out quits. Quits, doesn't care, has checked out. And again, that's, that's not something we know right now. We're not going to know that until the ball's kicked off, till toe meets leather tomorrow night. We're not going to know what type of South Carolina team shows up. But again, for me, that, that's the bigger storyline in this game. Again, the first game post Mustang. I know the fans are fired up. Hell, I expect that the crowd at tomorrow night at Williams Bryce, that 20,000. And like I said, I'll be there and I can't wait. I think it'll be as electric as 20,000 can get. I think fans will be happy. I, th- I think fans are happy. I know fans are happy. I see it. I hear it. I know fans are ecstatic for a fresh start and a new start. Fan morale is through the roof. But again, if you do want to talk X's and O's, you know, this game, I, does it set up well for South Carolina? I, I don't know that it does. You know, again, Mizzou's not a world beater. Mizzou, Mizzou's not a world beater, beater by any means. Not at all. But neither is South Carolina. Um, 159 points in the last three games. And that was with J.C. Horn and Israel McQuamu. Like I told you guys on the flip side with the opt-outs, I'm excited to see what some young guys and what some some greenhorns can do with their opportunity. I'm excited. But getting your feet wet is not, the SEC is not the place to do it, right? That's, that's not, you know, that doesn't normally go well. So I have a hard time believing South Carolina, and also don't forget, Mizzou's got a great running game as well, great running back in Larry Roundtree III, who ran for 88 yards against you last year, and a guy that has ran has played really good football. I mean, over damn near 500 yards rushing this season. Um, nowhere near the beast mode numbers of Kevin Harris, but still a very, very solid player for them. So can you get enough stops defensively? I mean, bottom line, that's that's what this game sort of comes down to. X's and O's wise, because I expect South Carolina to have success, run the football with Kevin Harris. I mean, it's like, I'm, I'm a bro- I feel like a broken record. Colin Hill will have a very Colin Hill game, blah, 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 blah. Whatever, yeah, we get that. But again, putting all that aside, to me, my prediction for this game lies with the intangible things that I talked about earlier. And that is what type of mentality, leadership, Effort, energy, intensity does this team show? 
Because again, I think fan morale is very high. Team morale? I don't know where team morale is right now. I genuinely don't. I, I don't know. And so, again, I gave you guys my best bet Wednesday. I said it was Mizzou minus six and a half. And I said it was not indicative of my prediction because I really just didn't know. Because you can make a play gambling-wise. Like, there's only one way to lean, but you can predict differently, correct? Okay. But when I look at this game again, This game on paper, I think, should be a back-and-forth battle down to the wire, fourth-quarter game. Um, Even with South Carolina's defensive struggles, even with how bad they've been the last three games, at home, at night, with a new spark, with a new head coach, and again, just looking on the field, looking at the two rosters, looking at this game on paper, I don't think Mizzou is is that much better, if really better than all, at all, than South Carolina. Like not not a not a crazy amount better. I know they're favored, but I, I don't. Again, I don't look at Mizzou and think to myself, "Wow, that's a juggernaut. That's a terrible matchup for South Carolina." But guys, I, I'll be honest. Since the Muschamp firing, we've seen stuff come out on social media. And we've seen the reactions from current players and former players in the Will Muschamp tenure. And, you know, I understand guys being upset that their head coach got fired. I genuinely do. I truly do get that. Listen, when I played college baseball, my freshman year, the coach that recruited me, my head coach, got fired. My pitching coach got fired. I was a pitcher. Head coach, pitching coach, boom, gone. The people that recruited me, gone. Granted, it happened after the season, but still, I know what it's like to go through a coaching change and to have that uncertainty. I know it sucks. I feel for the players. But I will say this, too. Some of the reactions I've seen I haven't been a big fan of. From the, the blame game, blaming Steve Spurrier for Will Muschamp's shortcomings, Blaming South Carolina, oh, bad decision. I'm ride or die with Muschamp. You know, South Carolina messed up with me. To then, again, don't hold it against them. Don't hold a grudge, but the opt-out's happening. I don't think the culture was as squeaky clean and as all great as we all thought it was under Will Muschamp. And I, I'm listen, I'm going to be very blunt and honest and just call it how I see it, which is why you guys tune in. From what I've seen, how things have come off to me, the culture under Will Muschamp comes off as being very soft, very mentally fragile. You got guys chirping at fans on social media. Mentally tough teams don't do that. I think teams probably with good leadership don't do that either. You know, again, we, we've seen things sort of unravel before our very eyes since Will Muschamp got fired. Like I said, fan morale is through the roof. Fans are ecstatic. I think a lot of people around the, pro, around the program are ecstatic, but we're talking about a football game tomorrow night on the field with these players and still this staff. 
And I think Mike Bobo certainly is going to be coaching for his next job. And everybody in the staff is basically coaching for the next job. But again, I, I've just seen things this week that indicate to me that Number one, as we all know, the standard got lost, flat out. Number two, I think there was a lot of self-entitlement in the building, a lot of self-entitlement, a lot of self-entitlement. And I did that start with Muschamp? Did that start with somebody else? Hey, head coach takes all responsibility for it. And the third thing, the culture to me comes off as just mentally fragile. When the going gets tough, this group of guys, Will Muschamp's Gamecocks, fold like a cheap temp. You punch them in the mouth, I think that's the book on South Carolina too. And I hate to say it. We all want to see them be great. And again, it is what it is. We're in the midst of a coaching change. This is going to be fixed. But just from what I've seen, taking all South Carolina biases out of it, taking garnet glasses out of it, taking all my garnet and black out of it, South Carolina, to me, this season has looked like a team. You punch them in the mouth early, they'll fold. They'll fold. You got guys flexing down 21. You got guys taking their helmet off in a game between two, two, and four teams. Undisciplined, mentally fragile. Got guys name-searching themselves on Twitter to see who's talking crap about them and who's praising them entitled, mentally fragile. So when it comes to this game tomorrow night, I say all that to say this. A lot of times when teams fire their head coach and they have an interim and they have this turmoil, that group of guys in the locker room, they band together. They play for one another. They fight. They scratch. They claw. They become resilient. And win or lose, they give whoever they're playing absolute hell for four quarters. I just don't trust the culture of this team. I don't trust that the culture of this team is, is wired that way. I don't see it. I don't see it. And again, I could be completely wrong, and I would love to be wrong. I'd love for these guys to, I mean, I, obviously, I'd, I mean, listen, Muschamp's gone, you know? I saw fans saying, oh, my God, I'm, pull, I'm almost pulling for us to lose because I want Muschamp fired. There's none of that anymore. Muschamp's gone. So we only want to see South Carolina win the football game. But, again, it's, it's not up to us. It's up to those guys in the locker room. And, again, do we see a team comes out fired up and inspired and ready to go and ready, chip on their shoulder, ready to prove a point, or they quit? And, again, I just don't trust the culture in that building right now is one of resilience and toughness and one that will come out on fight tomorrow night. And that's a shame to say. And again, that's why there's a change happening right now. So again, I, I think South Carolina offensively, I think Kevin, I, and I, I think there's certain guys on the team that'll fight, no question. But that's the problem with South Carolina right now. And that's why Will Muschamp doesn't have a job. This is a group. This is a team full of individuals. It's not a team. It's not a good team. It's not even an average team. There's some decent players. Hey, Kevin Harris is, is a fighter. I, I go to war with Kevin Harris. 
I'd even go to war with Shy Smith, even though I think he's undisciplined at times. I'd go to war with Ernest Jones. But as a whole, mm -mm, I don't think so. So for that reason, again, I've got Missouri winning the football game. I just do not. And, of course, again, on the field, the, the, the issues in the secondary with South Carolina, I don't know how you're going to get a stop on defense. I mean, I don't know what's going to change all of a sudden just because you got rid of Will Muschamp. T-Rod is still the one calling the defense. I don't know how much can really change. But, again, I just do not trust the culture inside that building with South Carolina right now that those group of guys are going to fight and scratch and claw and come together and, and put their best foot forward. I think Kevin Harris does have another big game. Does he hit 1,000 yards? I'm, I'm not 100% sure he hits that mark. But I think he has another big game. South Carolina will do some, some, some decent things offensively. But overall, Mizzou will be out ahead in this one for the majority of the football game. I've got them winning the game. Missouri 44, South Carolina 31. Again, I think the Gamecocks will score a little bit. Um, I, I think they'll be able to score. I think Kevin Harris, again, has another big night. Colin Hill will kind of have his pedestrian game, whatever. But uh, I, I don't think it'll be enough. So with that being said, I've got Missouri 44, South Carolina 31. Uh, again, I, I just, guys, I, I'm more so even looking, win or loss, whatever. At this point, like we said, the season's a wash. doesn't matter. I'm more so looking for tomorrow. What's the body language like on the sidelines? Does the team look like they want to be there? Is it a group of guys picking each other up and fighting for one another? Or is it a group of guys that's quit? Done with it. And you would hope, man, if they want to quit, just, just, get, just go. Transfer, opt out, do whatever you got to do. Hey, like I said earlier in the week, and I'll say it again, we only need 22 to play. I'll, I'll roll with 22 walk-ons and lose 100 to nothing, bro. But if they want to be out there representing the University of South Carolina to the best of their abilities, I'll roll with them. I would certainly hope that is the same message echoed by Mike Bobo. I'd assume it is. But that's what I'll be looking for, man. And again, I, I think that's the next head coach's biggest job is culture. Reestablishing that culture, resetting that standard. 100%. So, again... I got the Tigers getting the win tomorrow night, 44 to 31. Like I said, guys, I will be in the stadium. Very, very excited to get inside the friendly confines for the first time this season. Again, guys, a quick reminder, watch party tomorrow night still at Overtime Bar Grill. If you're in the city and need a spot to watch the game, kick off at 730. Doors open at 11. They're open all day. Get there. Great wings, great food, great drinks, great people, and an awesome venue. Check out Overtime Bar and Grill, guys. Again, thank you so much for this week, the love, support, um, consuming the content, sharing the content, guys, you always interacting. It has been a crazy, wild, busy, but very, very fun week. You guys make doing this extremely enjoyable, and it's a blessing that I cannot put into words. So, again, guys, thank you so much. Um, should be a lot of fun. I know we're all intrigued. Again, I got Missouri 44, South Carolina 31, guys. Thank you so much. Take care. Have a great rest of your day. Go Cox, beat Missouri, and we'll talk to you on Monday.
Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.